the Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty podcast. Every year we seem to make those internet lists. Ten towns in Ontario that will make you feel like you're in Europe. We made another list, though. 14 Ontario small towns that feel like the set of a Hallmark movie. The town of Godrich made it. And they say, the Godrich Lighthouse alone is so adorable that it looks like a real-life movie set. You'll fall in love beneath the lighthouse. It's pretty cute. A few other Huron County towns made it as well. The town of Wingham made it. Oh. And the article says, nothing makes a more romantic backdrop for proposing to your loved one than a Tim Hortons. Oh, hey, you forgot about KFC. I sure did. Clinton, you'll be on her radar after one watching a Clinton Radar's hockey game in the beautifully romantic Central Huron Community Center. She'll be so excited, you'll probably end up gambling at the casino next door. Nothing says romance like Senior A hockey. Nice. Carlo. Carlo made the list. Can you believe that? The article says... Visiting Carlo is romantic because nothing will make your loved one happier than leaving Carlo. Well, these small towns are romantic. Beautiful Belfast. It's more than just a corner. It also has a driveway. And with no distractions, there's no one else to look at but you. You'll be sure to fall in love in seconds. Wow. Beautiful Belfast. Romantic. Well, 2020 will be the year with very little weddings. Why, though? Because of the COVID-19 outbreak. Right, right. The global pandemic. Forgot. You've heard of it. Yeah, your brother was supposed to get married this summer. But maybe they'll just end up doing a drive-through wedding like they're doing in Brazil. Brazil? Pull up in a car. Ceremony lasts about five minutes. The couples read their vows and then they kiss each other with face masks on. Doesn't sound too romantic. It's probably not what most of them had hoped for. I feel like we could do this here. The McDonald's drive-through is set up for COVID. COVID-19. They got the plexiglass. The employees are wearing their face masks. You can right. do this. And McDonald's could cater the wedding. Then you can get all your guests happy meals as they come in behind you. And then you'd all just park somewhere and go, yay, you're married. Honk your horns and done. Maybe they could dress up as Ronald McDonald. Bertie and Grimace could be witnesses to your vows. <laughs> and then Mayor McCheese would sit in the hotel room watching you as you consummate the marriage. <laughs> and then later that night, you'll cry because you'll feel like your wedding was just so cheap. I feel so cheapened. Do what you gotta do in the time of COVID. You know how you usually give your guests the option of like beef or chicken. (laughs) It's like a Big Mac or nuggets. It's so romantic. I'll take the chicken option. Thanks. There's a new finding suggesting ancient Israelites got high in the temple, found THC on the altar of a 2007-year-old temple south of Tel Aviv. I don't know. There are some things in the Bible that you're thinking, wow, I wonder if they were smoking something, like <laughs> the, the talking snake and Moses talking to a burning bush. Whoa, I think that bush it's, is on fire. It's interesting. <laughs> So I think that they think that they used to put cannabis into the air so that the worshipers would have a high. I guess maybe the uh, priests thinking, well, I got a boring sermon today, so let's at least get them high so they'll sit here for the full two hours. Is that why I don't church know. is so moving? I guess so. Because they're smoking everybody up in the church? That's an interesting find, though. Wasn't there a talking donkey in the Bible as well? Yeah, there was. Somebody did. Cannabis explains a little bit of it, that. It could have something to do with that. It's possible it's the word of God. It's also possible it was inspired by something else. Or both. It could have been both yeah, as well. absolutely. We're not taking sides here. We're just saying they found the cannabis. 
Well, who says you can't have a cool graduation in 2020? Everybody, there's a hey. pandemic right now. Well, I know it's going to be a little different. I feel bad for the grads this year in Florida, a high school there. They figured out a way to make it fun. They had their graduation on jet skis. Each student drove a jet ski to an anchored boat where the school's principal was, handed them their diploma. Wouldn't the diploma get wet? No, well, he had some kind of like stick that it connected to and then they grabbed the diploma. Well, yeah, you're right. Maybe on the trip back. Maybe it was a (laughs) waterproof paper diploma. Waterproof paper? Does anyone even keep the diploma? Do you have your diploma? Not my high school diploma. No. That's it. And so, did your mom not hang it up on the wall or something? She might have it in the basement somewhere. After that 10 years? We figured, hey, we could do jet skis here, but there's no high schools really on the water here. They're all kind of inland, but we figured maybe Central Huron Secondary School in Clinton. Students could ride a horse around the track at the Clinton Raceway, get their diploma that way. How cool would that be? Super creative. At F.E. Medill, same thing with tractors. You drive your tractor to school and then pick up your diploma. It's right in the country. It's fun. At the virtual high school in Bayfield, it is a virtual high school. And because the school is online, graduating students could get a free month of Pornhub Premium. Wow. At GDCI here, students can just drive around the square. Principal can stand on West Street or something, pick up their diploma. It's fun and it's safe because you'll be stuck behind a Buick doing 20. There's this guy, he has more than 100 Guinness World Records. His name is David Rush. This guy sounds like a loser. He needs some hobbies. A glass of a whole liter of 100% lemon juice sucked it up in a straw. Not lemonade, lemon juice. Yeah, in 16.53 seconds. That counts? And that counts as a world record? Can anything be a world record? You just make something up. Guy who cut the most fingernails on top of a Goodwill. Yeah, as long as there's a record and then someone else can try and beat that record. So there can be a record for somebody who's worn a paperboy hat the most consecutive days in a radio job. That's me. That could be you. That could be a record. You could have the title. I guess. It's you. The bar seems to be pretty low. If I can just stick a straw into a liter of lemon juice and suck it in under 17 seconds and be in the record book, hey, can do anything. Any idiot can be in Guinness, Mm. including our own Mad Hussy. Kids going back to university, it's going to maybe be a little bit different come September, depending on how this COVID-19 situation plays out. I know my daughter's university, they've already announced that most of the courses will be online courses. So she's thinking of taking a year off because most of what she does is interactive and stuff that you want to do with other students. I asked, is it going to be cheaper? She doesn't think so. But the University of Saskatchewan, they're actually reducing the tuition for the fall semester. By how much? By $18. 18 Canadian dollars. That'll help. (laughs) Not even a 20. (laughs) They couldn't round it up two bucks. Yeah, no, seriously. That's like the tax on one textbook. That's not going to help these kids. It'll buy you a couple beers, I guess. That's one trip to the coffee bar. This isn't going to help the what kids. What do you buy? The coffee bar? Yeah, kids in, sometimes have their OSAP and they think that that's real money. <laughs> Who calls it the coffee <laughs> bar? I'm still, you're moving forward. I'm still stuck on coffee bar. Did you think you were rich when you had your OSAP money? I thought that was actual money. Turns out it was debt that took me 30 years to pay off. All that beautiful <laughs> debt. $18, kids. Don't spend it all in one place. 
there's been some baby booms at some zoos, reportedly. They've been closed for two months, and they've never seen so many babies' pregnancies going on. The absence of visitors, of course, has encouraged some mating among certain residents that are maybe a little shy to do it while visitors are there. I know this was the case with a couple panda bears at, was it a zoo in China? Right, that happened, yeah. Where there was no visitors, and they were trying to get these bears to mate for years. And then when COVID-19 hit and there was no more visitors, the bear suddenly felt frisky and one of them's pregnant. Right. I remember going to the zoo, though, and I had to take the kids away from the monkey enclosure. Oh, the monkeys don't care. They don't seem to care. They seem to like it. It encourages the monkeys when you watch. Yeah, they're looking at you while doing stuff. They're thrusting and they're making direct eye contact with you. Like, you know what you're watching right now. Also at the zoo, many of the animals appear to be confused. They miss seeing the people, some of the animals. They miss us? They miss us. They probably like looking at us. I wonder what funny people we're going to see today. Wait for the people to show up. That one's cute. They probably look at us like pink hairless monkeys, which is what we are. Yeah. More or less. According to a study, dogs are emotional wrecks when they reach puberty, just like human teenagers. So (laughs) they tested dogs before adolescence around five months. And then again, around eight months, it's when they go through their adolescence. They were less responsive to instructions. They stayed up all night gaming. No, they didn't do that. Moody, unpredictable, disregard for the rules. I remember when my dog went through this. It was just nasty. If they could talk, they'd be like, sit, you sit. You only want me to get that stick to make you look better. Don't you dare post that to social media. And just like teenage girls, dogs are always asking, is this too much lipstick? Someone's selling face masks now designed for people who like to drink. There's a small flap in the front, allows you to insert a straw in there. (laughs) So you you can (laughs) sip your cocktails while practicing safety precautions. This isn't how face masks work. No, that's irresponsible. If you're a real alcoholic, you do like me. You soak the N95 mask in boxing brew and ale from Cowbell. You soak it so that you can not, o- not only slurp it out of the mask, but you get to smell sweet, delicious beer the whole day long. Well, that would be a better option, wouldn't it? She says she's not a health expert, but... Uh, no kidding. Yeah, she ensures, though, that the hole is never totally exposed... Not a good idea. You had a good idea for a new condom brand with a similar theme. Well, that would be like wearing a condom where, like, the tip was exposed. (laughs) Exposed for her pleasure. It's not how they work. So I saw my first shower spider this morning. Was it in the corner like most shower spiders? No, it came down right in front of my face. And I was like, ah! And then it went full kamikaze. It got in the stream. It did. And then it went down onto the river that was forming in the bottom and went down the drain. And I felt bad. I felt responsible for killing my shower spider. Maybe the spider was just tired of being in social isolation this whole time. It's been like seven weeks. But everyone has a shower spider, right? I killed mine a few weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of felt bad, but it was creeping me out looking at me, judging me. I know. It's like, uh, I've been looking at your naked body for years and you've been putting on weight, tubby. I don't believe your story because it involves you showering today. So in some states, restaurants are opening back up. We've got a lot of great local restaurants here still doing takeout. When they do open up, they suspect there'll be some social distancing rules and maybe do 50% of normal business. There's this one restaurant in Virginia. In order to make it less weird, they're putting mannequins in the other 50% of the seat because history has showed us that, you know, in order to make things less weird, put mannequins. Dressing them up in 1940s era garb. Why? Just to make it seem like 
like it's full of people and have a bit of a theme going full on. Full of people in the 40s. Servers are going to like talk to them and pour them wine. The servers have to interact with the mannequins? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I looked up the minimum wage for servers in the great state of Virginia. $2.13 an hour. A toonie, a dime, and a nickel. And they got to talk to mannequins? No, thank you. Plus, I don't want to be sitting there and watching the servers talk to dolls. We all do that as kids. I just wish I was making two thirteen an hour for it. <laughs> Went to a funeral yesterday for my grandma. Everybody maintained their distance. They allowed 10 people in at a time. It was rainy. It was a rainy funeral. So sad setting for a sad event. My dad asked me if I wanted an umbrella. I said no. He said, okay, well, I have some if you need some. If dads have it, they force it upon you. But I brought them. You got to have an umbrella. So my dad brings out his umbrella, pulls it out in front of all the family, and I notice some writing on the top. Some writing at the top, and it says, Twilight New Moon. And the other side of the umbrella is a photo of Edward and Bella from the hit... (laughs) Movie saga, Twilight, New Moon. Yeah, like the teeny boppers. Yeah, totally. My dad brought a Twilight umbrella to my grandmother's Muslim <laughs> funeral. <laughs> Thought it was very interesting. And he, he saw us laughing and he asked, what are you laughing about? And we said, that's a movie for teenage girls, dad. And you're probably relieved there was only 10 people and that people were standing at least six feet away so they might not have noticed. And my dad was standing at the back and he kind of had the umbrella <laughs> tipped down so nobody could see. So I think we embarrassed my dad at a funeral. Oh, that reminds me. My dad used to wear the hat with a marijuana leaf on it. I think he thought it was a Canada flag or something. (laughs) But no one told him. Just didn't know what it was. Ignorance is bliss. His name is Johnny Gregorak. He's a runner. He was supposed to go to the Olympics this summer. Of course, that was canceled. So he's doing the next best thing. He wants to break the world record for running a mile in jeans. The blue jean mile. Oh, that sounds terrible. Yeah, fastest chafe mile too. Good Lord. Ouch. Blue jean mile. I wish I was a good runner like this though. That would be great. I guess it's something you're born with. It's in the jeans. <laughs> it's a good idea to learn how to run in jeans though, especially if you're trying to avoid the bylaw officer down at the beach and you don't want to pay for parking in Goderich. That's right. You gotta learn to run in jeans. Good news. Drive-in theaters have been given the go to open up for business at half capacity. Our local one, Starlight. It's always a fun time to go there. Beautiful Shipka, Ontario. Shipka. It's one of the main attractions in Shipka. It's It's the only thing in (laughs) Shipka. (laughs) Pretty much. I think there's a barn next door. That's what makes it so special, though. It's awesome. You feel like you're watching a movie out in the middle of nowhere. It's great. And then once the two movies are done and you're driving home at 2 o'clock in the morning, you're trying not to pass out behind the wheel as you make the half-hour drive back to town. So tired. But I was concerned because I thought when I originally heard these theaters were going to open that there was going to be no washrooms. I don't think we could get through a movie. Especially two movies without a washroom break. Especially Could at, you? Your, at your age, yeah, you probably couldn't get, go 20 oh. minutes without having to go to the bathroom. Not that much older than you, but it, you're right. Well, I'm kind of old and you're pretty old. The bladder is weak. Yeah, especially if you're going with young children. But the Starlight will be open this weekend. Call ahead or check their website and see if the washrooms are open. Fun fact, an entire bowel movement can't fit in a Tim Hortons cup. Matt knows. Tried the hard way. Matt's been on a road trip with his band. So starting this weekend is Military Wives, and I can only imagine two massive blockbusters I just can't wait to see. I haven't heard of them, but it's nice to be able to go see the movies. Who cares? They could just put anything up there and I'd go, something to do. It's something to do with the kids. And bring plenty of snacks. They're encouraged, They're saying their snack booth's not going to be open. Bring your own snacks or go pick something up in Grand Bend. Drive it in. Some Harvey's, some Char, I don't know. 
The town of Goderich wants to bring paid parking down to the beach. Matt and I think people will try to skirt the parking, get away with free parking by parking at the top of the hill in the residential neighborhood near the beach and then walking down to the beach. Yeah, I know some people who would park up on the square and walk down just know, to save a few bucks. I know one guy who would definitely do that. His name is Matt Hussey. He did that to his family who was nearly eaten by coyotes. Oh, but I learned my lesson. You did this up in Tobermory. I did, shamefully. I was going to go to the grotto, Cypress Lake parking. I think it only costs about 12 bucks anyway. I went a couple concessions up thinking, oh, it's only a five-minute drive. It's probably only a, an hour walk maximum. How long could a five-minute country drive really be? And thought, hey, we'll take the Bruce Trail in. It'll be a nice day for a hike. And I saved my 12 bucks. Turns out it was an eight-hour walk both ways. Four hours each direction. And all we had on were water shoes. By about three hours in, the family's starting to look at me funny like they want to push me off the cliff. And you, dre- <laughs> it wasn't just you and the wife. It was you, the wife, and your three children. Yeah. Young children. Oh, it was quite the hike. And if you've ever done the Bruce Trail, of course, you know that it's, it's basically mountain climbing half the time. It's not just a simple walk in the park. And your wife was pregnant in a no, wheelchair. She was She was not. in a wheelchair and she just no. got her cataracts done. No, that wasn't the case. But they gave me a hard time after. It's a big <laughs> joke now. Still comes up. Like, oh, Dan, you want to save a couple bucks and park a couple concessions up the way? Uh, no, we don't do that anymore. Go to downtown Montreal to a parking meter to drop off your daughter at college. And she's like, oh, we could park a couple concessions down, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big joke now. And it backfired because at the end of it all, we were so starving. The kids and my wife were like, you better be taking us out to eat after this. That was like a hundred bucks there. Best money you ever spent at Burger King. Did I realize this late in life? Am I just dumb? Yeah. Barbecuing me and Trish, and I didn't want to do dishes. So I was like, how about I'll barbecue the hot dogs, and then we'll just put the dogs in the bun and place them on the barbecue on the grill after I shut it off. And then we don't have to, like, have plates. I came in this morning. I was like, dude, did you know you can, like, have a plateless barbecue dinner? You're like, yeah, dude. Everybody figured that out when they were, like, six years old. I'm pretty sure that's probably how sandwiches and hot dogs started. People realize, hey, instead of dirtying plates, let's just put the meat on bread. We have bread right here. There's some meat. Combine the two and we don't have to do dishes. Bread is the original plate. In the interest of fairness, we were exceptionally high. It sounds like it. Yeah. Did you know, though, if you become a nudist, you don't have to do laundry. Just blew my mind, bro. If you grow a beard, you don't have to shave. Whoa. Whoa. So you might soon have an easy way to disinfect your car with all this COVID-19 stuff going on. I've never really thought much about my car. It's just been my family in the car, mind you. But what about the police who have different people in and out of their car all day long? They need a fast, efficient way to disinfect those cars. Ford's testing new software that will heat the interior of their Ford police vehicles to 133 degrees for 15 minutes, and it kills all the COVID. It's like a self-cleaning oven. Yeah, basically. It just gets so hot that everything inside dies. (laughs) Ideally, it happens when no one's in the car, but this is a great idea. And all those French fries under the front seat, they'll be fresh again and ready to eat. Mm -mm. 
Many countries really want the tourists to come back. Places like Italy, they're offering to pay for half of your plane tickets. Cover one out of every three nights you spent in a hotel. We were thinking, well, when we are finally in a position to welcome tourists back, maybe we need a few incentives around here. A couple incentives for towns around here on county. If you visit Exeter, you'll be sent home with a free white squirrel. They'll chew through your brake cable, sure, but at least they'll pee everywhere. I'd love to have a white squirrel. If you visit Bayfield, you can get a free contact high. A lot of hipsters. <laughs> if you visit Lawn you can get a free tour of the town. Only takes like five seconds. With every trip to Grand Bend, free venereal disease. Anti-porn filters are stopping Dominique Cummings from trending on Twitter. So Porn Cummings, okay, I get it. I see the connection. Yeah, there is some kind of connection there where Twitter will block that. So this guy, he's Boris Johnson's chief advisor. And he's been getting a lot of, into a lot of trouble lately. But yet not everyone's seeing all the news stories filtering them out problem with having unusual name, I guess. Well, it's the problem with having a network called BBC when you got porn filters on. In Ontario, businesses have the right to not let you in without a face mask. This story out of the Ukraine. There was this woman who wanted to go to the post office and she didn't have a face mask. And so what does she do to get the errand done? She strips down, takes off her underwear right there in the social distance line and puts her underwear on her face. She got naked in the post office? Yeah, so she could send her mail. What is this, Kippen? Does Kippen have a post office? I think they do. Wow. Did she do it from six feet away? Yeah, I think she practiced social distancing. Look, I got to move to the Ukraine. I wear a G-string face mask one time to the Wingham KFC and get a restraining order against me. Really? We are saddened that we won't get to go to Canada's Wonderland this year. A few new rules, though, to amusement parks that are opening up in Japan shortly. No screaming on the roller coasters. When you're screaming, you're releasing the saliva. That's the best thing to do. How do you not scream on a roller coaster? You start dropping <laughs> off that big first drop. <laughs> oh, you probably can't put your hands up either. Oh, right. Because that could spread the corona. Refrain from high-fiving your favorite characters. High-fiving Goofy. Ghosts lurking in haunted houses need to maintain social distancing. So yeah, <laughs> they gotta scare the people from at least six feet away. The underpaid staff dressed up as ghosts. They can't get near anybody. Boo! Boo oh, from where, the other side of the room. Where are you? Oh, you're way over there. Oh, scary. Uh-huh. New signs going up around. 20-hour rate from this point. That's a tough one. Can you imagine the lineups? Social distancing. It would be insane. That'd be a tough one. But if you're missing the Canada's Wonderland experience, you can just go down to the corner store and pay $10 for a Coke. There you go. That was Matt's joke. Hey, <laughs> I, I was going to do that joke and you said, don't do that joke. It's a bad joke. And, and, then you, and then you turn around and steal it. And then I stole it from you. Oh. That's what I do. Clergy men and women are finding unique ways to perform their duties during this pandemic. Of course, you can't go to church right now. So what do you do when it comes to baptizing kids or adults? Do you um, just let them go to hell? No, you get out the super soakers. This is what priests Actually? are doing. Yeah, priests and ministers going around uh, baptizing babies with super soakers. Like when you say super soaker, do you just mean like the little hand water guns you get from the dollar store? Or do you mean like the Toys R Us, like ching, ching, psh, spray across the room super soaker? Well, it depends what church you go to and the budget, I guess. I guess if it's like a small rural church, they'll yeah. probably have the dollar store handgun. Right. Can you get a little closer trying to, trying to reach it? It only goes two feet. <laughs> 
But then you get like the Anglican church. They're going to have like the super soaker with the water pack on the back that carries like 16 gallons of water. Yeah. And then the Catholics, they just rent out a fire truck. They got the money. They're baptizing the whole town, knocking over small children. That's right here. A feisty great-great-grandmother in Massachusetts has defeated the coronavirus. 103 years old. 103. I get so much joy when I see these stories of elderly people beating it. She celebrated right there in the nursing home by cracking open a Bud Light. Oh, she picked Bud Light (laughs) to celebrate? Here's a clip of her drinking this beer after beating the coronavirus. I had cold. How is it, good? Yeah. Yeah? I'm cold. She's like, oh, so cold. It's so cold. And she looks like she's enjoying it so much. And then she rubs some Bengay on her shoulder. It's incredibly cute. And I totally get this, beating a disease, you want to have a cold one. I cracked a cowbell when I got over the rickets. I had some river run when my hemorrhoids cleared up. I had some square brew after I got the crabs. Well, I had some Bayfield Brewery beer to celebrate beating the clap. So Canada Post is saying all our workers are working right now, but because facilities weren't meant to have people spaced two meters apart Mm -hmm. for social distancing, it's taking a lot longer to have your parcel delivered to you. A lot of stores closed right now or doing curbside pickup. So a lot of people ordering online, taking a while to have your package delivered. Yeah, we just have to be patient right now. You know who has patience, though? There's a Toronto man ordered something eight years ago, just came to his door this week. Did they have online ordering eight (laughs) years ago? Website well.ca was where you could get stuff. And this guy ordered some Brill cream, came to his door on Tuesday. Eight years. (laughs) Eight years it took to get there. It's a long time. That's like watching two Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah, and he probably has no hair now. Yeah. For the Brill Cream. He's gone the way of fatty. Elvis Presley, his rhinestone-studded jock strap. Finally, it's come up for sale. It can be yours for the bargain price of $40,000. Has it been washed? I would hope so. This was made by a fan, actually, and he wore it right up until his death in 1977. Does this mean he died in this thing? Was he wearing it on the toilet? I have no idea. Smells like peanut butter and bananas. It got me thinking, though. I'm beginning to think that that signature gyrating motion thing he did with his hips... It was just him readjusting the rhinestone studded jock strap. The same like on a hot day when you have to do a lunge forward to get your sack to unstick from your leg. That's exactly how that move probably came about. At the same auction, you can also buy Conway Twitty's hair mousse bottle. Oh. He had a huge one. He didn't buy lots. He just bought one in bulk. He was a Costco fan. Be interested in that. You can also buy Garth Brooks' black hair dye when he went through the Chris Gaines phase. (laughs) We don't talk about Chris Gaines. A heat warning in effect. How hot is it, Fatty? It's so hot in Huron County. The patrons at the Godrich Walmart have switched from pajama pants to pajama shorts. Whoa! It's so hot, families are social distancing by choice. It's so hot in Huron County. Corey's Foodland in Clinton renting freezer space by the hour. It's so hot, farmers in Kingsbridge are installing giant white fans right there in the fields. I thought they were turbines. So hot, the white squirrels in Exeter are now tan squirrels. It's so hot, Belgrave has changed its name to Hellgrave. It's so hot in Huron County, the higher level of tan skin is scaring the locals. Wow. So hot, hipsters in Bayfield having to decide whether or not to shave or just trim their beards. 
A group we don't talk about that we often forget about. They're overlooked. Say it with me, Matt. Polygamous. Have it so hard during this pandemic. They're having to choose which family to quarantine with. <laughs> what an awful problem to have. <laughs> what a choice. How do, you, how do you make that choice? If you're a polygamist, is it like, well, the family A loves Star Wars and I love Star Wars, but my wife and family B cooks better? How do you decide or do you choose to quarantine with the family you like the least in case the COVID does break out and you save the other family? That's a conundrum for sure. So many decisions if you're a polygamist. We all might be put in this position soon. When things do start to open up, we might first be able to limit our visits to just maybe one other family. You have eight brothers and sisters plus your parents, so that's nine other families you have to decide between. I know, and somebody's going to feel left out. Somebody's going to feel hurt if I choose one sibling over the other, or do I choose my parents? I'm thinking at this point, being a little selfish about it with this heat wave, I'm the sister with the really nice backyard pool, but there's always one in every family that might not get chosen. And then you're <laughs> going to have to answer to that sibling as to, oh, I noticed nobody's coming over and we're allowed to have families over now. So by Christmas, it could be a little bit awkward for some families. Ooh, that's going to be a rough one. Tough choice. Just send them a see you soon card in the mail. SpaceX and NASA, they teamed up. There was a big rocket launch going on yesterday. Did you see any of this? Nobody saw any of it. Well, you got, you got to see the two guys waiting to be launched off and it looked really cool inside of the rocket. It looked like Star Trek. It's come a long way since the old space shuttles. I guess it's been several years since they've taken off on American soil. I didn't realize this. I don't know much about the pilots, but were they Canadian? Well, you would think they were. This is what was so funny. The pilots' names were Bob and Doug. (laughs) (laughs) So naturally, when they couldn't take off yesterday, so this is what happened. Weather conditions aborted the whole thing. And so then poor Bob and Doug had to... uh, had to take off, eh? We didn't get to take off. Had to go back to my cabin and Kippen and have Who, a couple cowbells. Who's running this SpaceX thing? A bunch of hosers? Just get a couple guys from Brucefield. Give them a couple two-fours. They'll build you a rocket for you. Yeah, they probably work better, eh? Bob and Doug. They're having a pigeon problem in Vancouver at the SkyTrain stations. So they're giving the pigeons birth control. Some kind of feeder they set up, ovo control, interferes with them having live things in their eggs. It's kind of sad, but this is their way of getting rid of the excess pigeons. Why wouldn't they just fund some inner cootering devices? Ah, uh, I see. What, oh, don't pretend laugh at that. No, if it was a bad joke, you give me the crickets. That's a good one. Well, the pigeons still get to do their thing, at least. They just don't have any results. They just can't have any babies. They keep going to the pigeon gynecologist and they're like, oh, well, you can't conceive. Yeah. I was hoping you would piggyback on this sad, funny situation Mm. where the pigeons are going to an obstetrician to try to get pregnant. Yeah, pigeons don't go there. Well, I guess I better not pigeonhole all of them. Some of them them might. Three young boys in Bolivia. They had to be hospitalized after they let a black widow spider bite them. Now, if you don't know anything about black widow spiders, they're among the most venomous spiders in the world. They'll kill you. Bites. We used to get them in the grapes when I worked in produce, and we were terrified. You worked at a grocery (laughs) store. You'd find all sorts of live things. But never did I think that if one of these bit me, that I would have superpowers like Spider-Man. That's why these kids, they actually taunted this spider with a stick in hopes of getting bit. 
thought they would become like Spider-Man. Well, no, obviously the spider has to be exposed to gamma radiation before biting them. Are these kids dumb? What's their education system like in Bolivia? Well, they were herding goats at the time, so maybe they were a little bored. But a teaching moment for parents, what you see on TV isn't real. Like if you put on a cape, you all of a sudden can't fly. You just look stupid. Literally a character named Black Widow. The best thing that could have happened is maybe they turn into Scarlett Johansson. Right. Which I really want to try now. We might have a brown recluse spider, but I've already got the tan skin. There's a new alternative protein powder coming to the market, Fatty, and it's going to be a tough sell. Maggot protein. Maggot protein. Yeah, you can put that in your sports drink. Now, I know they make cricket <laughs> flour already, so you can bake those cupcakes, those brownies, you can cook whatever confection you want to with cricket powder now. Yeah. And now there's maggot protein. Still sounds better than Taco Bell. It, it, it still sounds disgusting, even though it's good for the environment and it's efficient. It's hard to sell, isn't it? Maggot burgers doesn't sound like a barbecue I want to go to. Let's say somebody serves you a protein brownie and you're eating it and you're like, oh, this is great. It's maggot brownie. How quickly do you punch them in the throat? Guys at the gym talking now. Nice gains, bro. And yeah, the maggots. I'm on the maggots, bro. It's the maggots. Have you tried the maggots? Let's go get some maggot. Yeah, let's go get some maggots together. Still better than Arby's, though. It's hard to parent. It seems pretty easy. As a non-parent, it looks pretty easy from the outside. Oh, it's not. And sometimes the kids don't want to eat the supper you made. Well, you just give them candy. Kids love candy. (laughs) But according to a new study, if you have a kid that's really a picky eater, it might be your fault. Parents who are the food police demanded their child to eat or bribe with food. The whole sit there until you eat it approach. They were the ones that had the pickiest eaters where the lower levels of picky eating children were associated with parents who had few restrictions on food. So there was no pressure when it came to eating. So what's going on here? Forcing food on kids and making the whole meal experience a bad one gives them a negative food memory and they associate the foods with the whole memory itself. So they become even more picky eaters. So what are you supposed to do? I don't know. Just sit them down at the table and hope that they eat. I don't know. But then what if they don't eat? (laughs) I know. (laughs) Then CPS gets called. Then they'll starve. Suddenly have to talk to a judge. I know. It gets all weird. There must be some kind of in-between. You also don't want to, like, ditch the dinner you made to make them a new dinner that they want because then they're in control and you're supposed to be in control. You're the parent. Right. Yeah, you're right. But in this study, they're saying, well, that is one thing maybe the kids have a sense of control over, the food they eat. You can't just let kids have whatever food they want, though. There'll be fruit roll-ups for dinner every single day, which, now that I think about it, sounds awesome. There's fruit in it, right? Why aren't we doing (laughs) it every single day? Gushers for dinner, so delicious on Wednesday. So I remember this happening. I used to have to sit at the table until I ate my squash. So now squash is actually my favorite food. And I thought for years I hated squash. Turns out I hated cold squash. So what I learned eventually is always eat the squash first because it tastes bad cold. So do the peas. You said the peas are bad cold. Peas, yeah. You have to eat the peas quick. Eat the peas and squash immediately. You know what I just realized? What if kids are picky eaters because their parents suck at cooking? That's probably it. So if your kid's a picky eater, maybe Google some Jamie Oliver recipes. Right. Maybe go find some website. Or again, fruit roll-ups for dinner. It's awesome. And it has fruit in the title, which means it's good for them. 
Toronto's parks, they might be getting social distancing circles after that whole fiasco over the weekend where people weren't social distancing. Painted white circles in the park, two meters apart each. You occupy your own little circle and you don't leave it. You can have a picnic there. You're staying far enough away from other people that you're not going to be spreading the COVID all over the place. And this is what we do for children. Kindergarten, when the children break the rules, could we have this group go over to the blue circle and... Could this group here go over to the orange circle? Make sure you don't leave your circle, kids. Stay in your circle. Really what they're doing is separating some troubled kids. Except these are troubled adults who can vote (laughs) and drive heavy machinery. Be like the polka dot park. The polka dot park. The polka dot park. Law enforcer who's parkaroo gives people tickets if they get out of their circle. She just treat people more like kids. You just put one of those harnesses on them. You know those kids that run into traffic too often? Adult harnesses to keep them from going into the parks. That's the next phase. We didn't want to do this, people. Premier Doug Ford's going to be on it today. <laughs> harnesses for everyone. We're moving into the harness territory. We all need a harness, my friends. So it's a rough year for 2020 graduates. They don't get to have a proper graduation, prom, all that stuff. So a lot of companies are stepping up and giving them free stuff. Mainly in the States, I've heard of this. I haven't heard of many things going on here in Canada yet, but we'll let you know. Free health care. We have free health care. Yeah, we have it better. All the students get free health care. <laughs> and these people are going to need free health care after cashing in on their free Krispy Kreme dozen. Have you had a Krispy Kreme donut before? Once. It's mostly air. It's a lot of fluff. It was completely overrated. Not near as good as our local donuts here. So how long would you wait in line for a free dozen donuts? Uh, for a free dozen free Krispy Kreme donuts, I would wait 10 minutes Yeah, before I drove across the street to Tim Hortons. Yeah, me too. I'd be like, ah, forget this. But there was a three to five kilometer lineup of cars someone recorded leading to the Krispy Kreme drive through in the States. Why? Three to five kilometers? This was in Chicago. Holy moly. How long would that even take? It just went went on and on and on. How would this even be worth it just for your free dozen donuts? But it's free, so it's something to do. And there's a pandemic. It's not like you can go to the amusement park or water park or go to a public park. You have nothing better to do but wait in line for your free dozen donuts. I guess if people have time to do it, I just don't have the patience. I've seen this at gas stations before. They're like two cents cheaper, and there's a lineup <laughs> down the road. Canadian Tire in yeah. Goderich does that sometimes. They'll well, be like eight cents cheaper, and there's lineups right down Highway 8. And then I always think in my head, wouldn't it cost more you idling in that lineup than just paying an extra two cents at the other station? Shh. Hey. Quiet. Quiet. I want my cheap (laughs) gas, Matthew. We love cheap gas. For some reason, Kellogg's has decided that now would be a perfect time to completely redesign their iconic mascot, Toucan Sam. People have lots of time on their hands and people on the internet are really upset about the new design. It is really bizarre. I was looking at it. Thought that they could just draw a mouth over top of a beak. That's not how beaks work. The beak is the mouth. The beak should open and close, (laughs) but they drew the mouth kind of between the body and the beak. Yeah. So it's it's weird. It doesn't make any anatomical sense. Yeah, they clearly didn't do any bird anatomy research first. Because when you're drawing a cartoon bird, you got to do some anatomy research. Yeah, just draw a mouth on a beak. It's outrageous. There are bigger problems in the world going on, so I don't know why people are freaking out about this. What well, about those people that like water instead of milk on their cereal? Now, that's creepy. There's other mascots I take issue with. Captain Crunch, for example. Yeah. It's not a real captain. Barely made lieutenant. Buzz B, the Cheerios B. Is he, he even a B? No, well, he died. 
pesticide. Pesticides. Wow. Those neonicotinoids got them. And those little uh, Rice Krispie elves, they look too happy to be so small. Hitler's alligator has died. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't know he had an alligator. Uh, I didn't either until he died. Alligator was 84. His name was Saturn, gifted to the Berlin Zoo at some point. It was Hitler's favorite. And then the zoo was bombed and somehow ended up in the Moscow Zoo. Thought to themselves, well, animals aren't involved in war and politics. It's only fair that we give this alligator a chance on life. So it lived a good life at the Moscow Zoo. And now the gator and Hitler are both in hell. Do you oh, think Hitler's excited to see his gator in hell? It's like, oh, Scaly, it's nice to see you again. Oh, Scaly. Why are you biting me, Scaly? It's hot down here. But gators are cold-blooded. It can cool their blood if they need to. Just like Hitler. In the pits of hell. Just like Hitler. 2020 clearly wants to stay on brand as being a nuisance year because millions of cicadas are expected to emerge. Now, if you're not familiar with cicadas, <laughs> if you don't know the actual animal, you've heard them here in Huron County. Yeah, we get them, but we don't get them in these pestilence type amounts that they're going to get in the United States this year, North Carolina and West Virginia. Heard them around here, but usually we just hear one or two of the male cicadas mating. You get millions of them and it gets loud. Oh, oh, no. Brutal. Oh, stop it. (laughs) So can you imagine 1.5 million of these per acre can reach up to 100 decibels. Loud as a car stereo maxed out. Yeah, that's luck. No music in the fields. Yeah. Or that dude that drives by your house and he's got his car stereo just cranked. That's what it sounds like until these things have made it and died. It's like the 2012 (laughs) Honda Civics of the people who come from the city and hang out in Grand Bend. It's that loud. If you've seen The Tiger King over and over again already, Netflix has announced there's going to be a second series. Except this time it features another duo. This time it's focusing on Siegfried and Roy. Kids, Siegfried and Roy were the Joe Exotic and Carol Baskin before the Tiger King. They were the OG big cat people. They were. When you thought of big cats, you thought of Siegfried and Roy. And those tigers knew how to do magic, so they were really cool. Those tigers did magic? Well, they would, like, put them in cages and they would disappear. I didn't know they were a magic show. I just thought they had a chair in between them and a tiger and they'd whip them off or something. No, it was a full-out magic show. So this will be fascinating. I wonder if there'll be any twists and turns, like maybe Wayne Newton caused the uh, attack of the tiger. Everybody under the age of 35 has no idea what you're talking about. (laughs) Anybody over 35 laughing at the Wayne Newton joke. Although that's season two. If there's going to be a third season, maybe they could do it on the big cat sanctuary that just closed down in Grand Bend. Oh, yeah. A local angle. That just shut down. They had to send all the big cats elsewhere. It's not still there, right? No, I don't think it's still up anymore. Big cat's not there anymore. Although, I don't know if they could call it Tiger King. Maybe it would probably be just as entertaining as the movie Cats. So this focuses on the attack that took place during one of their shows and Roy was partly paralyzed as a result of this. Be an interesting story. Who would have thought that trying to manage 300 pound huge cats could end up with injury. I wouldn't have thought it. He just passed away too, Roy. He passed away this weekend. From the coronavirus. He's one of the six celebrities that died this weekend. I know. There's calls on the internet to make The raccoon, the official mascot of 2020. There's not calls. You saw a meme. I saw a meme, which means something. (laughs) (laughs) Folks, this is how the media misleads you. We say people are saying the raccoon should be the mascot for the COVID. Yeah. Matt saw one meme posted by two people. Wash their hands incessantly. They're always wearing a mask. 
And if you rearrange the letters in raccoon, pretty much spells Corona. See that? No, I don't. There's two C's in yeah, raccoon. You just have to take out a C. Well, if we're omitting well, letters, yeah. you can spell Corona with <laughs> other words too. <laughs> but it's pretty close. One letter off. That doesn't count. That's not how anagrams work. Also, they eat garbage. Yeah, also, they're just like people. They eat three-day-old hot dogs from the trash. Like the rest of us. And empty yogurt containers, just like us. Wow. So the COVID-19 has canceled a number of events across Ontario, across Huron County. Quickly run down the list. Zurich Bean Festival. Come on! The Goddard's Kinsman Summerfest. What are you talking about? Belmore Maple Syrup Festival. Oh, oh, so good. The Blythe Festival Theater Season. Come on. No, not the theater. The theater season at the Huron Country Playhouse. Oh, 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 yeah, oh. Oh. The what? Canadian National Exhibition. The CNE got canceled. Oh, they not made, that too. They made the confirmation yesterday. Huge event. This is actually something you would go to every year. Every year. My, well, my brother lives like a 15-minute walk from the CNE, so I'd go visit my brother downtown Toronto. We'd walk to the CNE. It was always pretty cool. A tough one because not only a fun event, but where else am I supposed to get an ice cream waffle sandwich? I'm not so disappointed. I always social distance myself from those crankety old rides anyway. Yeah, the, they, they are rickety, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're a tough one to ride, but whatever. I don't trust them. I've had a good life so far. We got a press release from the Huron County OPP. They charged an impaired driver who they caught in Wingham, and they caught this driver. It was a pickup truck because the driver was laying on the horn. I mean, this might have worked downtown Toronto. I'll just blend right in by honking my horn, but not in Wingham. Stop the pickup truck. Open can of alcohol in the car. Gave the driver a breath test at a detachment. Tested over. 24-year-old charge. Maybe the driver was honking for the health care workers. I hear it every night at 7 o'clock. People honking. Yeah. To celebrate the nurses, the doctors, the health care staff, the frontline workers. Officer, I was just honking for the health care workers. Yeah. O- officer, yeah. why do you hate the health care? workers. Yeah. I love the hell. I'm honking healthcare workers. I'm guilty of supporting the healthcare workers. Yeah, I'm charging you with not liking the, the workers. No, you're drunk. Get out of the car. The Huron County Museum, they want your knickknacks, your photographs, journals, letters, your signs, anything setting up an exhibit where people down the road in the future, they're going to want to see how we got through this crisis. Kids, in 2020, we had drive-by parties. It was like a party, but no one came to your house. And we finally honored people's personal space. It was glorious. We called it social distancing. Some people were covid and ignored the warnings. Everybody bought toilet paper and bread like crazy. And we didn't have to go to church for two months at least. And the government paid us to stay home and not go to work. Kids will be like, this sounds like a dream. No, it wasn't. Can I go to coronavirus? (laughs) It sounds like bliss, but it was hell. The Calgary Zoo have had to make the very difficult decision to send their pandas back to China because they're such picky eaters. All they eat is bamboo. Ew, bamboo is gross. They can't get bamboo shipped in, so they're going to have to send the pandas back to China where there's lots of bamboo. It's too bad the pandas couldn't survive on maple syrup or cheese curds. Picky, picky. They'd be able to survive no problem in Canada. I'm wondering if many parents around here are going to be faced with a decision like this. It's costing so much for groceries. Yeah, and kids just eat and eat. 
meat. You got to feed them like every day. I might have to get rid of a child. You should. Well, you got two boys, so you got one to spare. You right. You toss one of them to the street. Whichever one's working. Sorry, son. Yeah. Food's getting expensive now. If only I didn't love them so much. If only you didn't have all that love I for know. your kids. Love just gets in the way, doesn't it? Loser! Carnival Cruise Lines have announced cruises might open soon. If there's what? any place you want to be as we're winding down a pandemic, <laughs> it's in a confined space with strangers from all around the world. There's actually a 200% increase over the same time period last year. Just what you want to do for vacation. Been confined to a space with people for days on end while breathing the same air, touching the same surfaces, only to go on vacation and do the same? No thanks. Yeah, but you're doing the <laughs> same on the ocean. It's a great thing about living on the lake here on Shoreline is you get the water all the time and you can be socially distant from people. Like a cruise, but you're not on a boat. Yeah, you're in Amberley instead. Yeah. They say Amberley is the cruise ship of Huron County. Kids were asked to describe how they're feeling. 71% said, I'm bored. Kids, never say this to your parents. I'm bored. In my experience, it always leads to my mom saying, well, there's lots of work to be done, followed by a chores list. Is that why you ran away from home? Yes. Been away from home since you were seven years old. I've been bored ever since. So if your mom does give you some chores, hey, it's something to do. Help, helps out mom and dad. Oh, that's such an adult thing to say. Isn't it? I think some kids are learning some new things during lockdown. I saw some kids baking bread. I saw some kids actually making their beds. How old were these kids baking bread? I wouldn't trust a child around bread. Well, they were accompanied by a parent. Okay. They're learning a lot of good life skills along with some of the at-home schooling they're doing. No, the best thing you can do if you're bored, kids, tell your parents you want a Nintendo or a PlayStation, cry as hard as you can, and just keep... Keep doing that until they finally give in and buy you the PlayStation. Video games are a great time burner. And you can learn lots of great things like how to steal a car or how to ditch a car that you just stole. You've clearly never been a parent. The Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty Podcast.